Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. And here we go. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking. You got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. We're glad to have you, each and every one of you. This has been an exciting week. Uh, last week, what all happened? Well, there was the trial of the impeachment of President Trump, the trial in the U.S. Senate. And they did not get to acquit the president yet. The Democrats dragged things out. But now this week, Wednesday, it's set up by Wednesday. Uh, president Trump should be acquitted. And guess what? Uh, Tuesday night before Wednesday, we have the State of the Union address this week. And our caucuses, the uh, our caucuses are going on Monday night. And there's three things you need to know. One, the impeachment trial is over, all but for the shouting. That's going to come on Wednesday. Number two, unintended consequences for the Democrats is starting in Iowa. Voting or caucusing actually today on Monday, this week. So there's some unintended consequences that I'm going to talk about in the show. And number three, Freedom-loving Americans must get involved in the 2020 election starting now. Starting now. And I did say elections. It's more than just President Trump. If President Trump does not get reelected, our country is in bad, bad trouble. We know that. There may be a socialist running against him, and we don't need a socialist in the White House. And... Also, when I said elections, Donald Trump must have a Republican House. If we don't, it'll be impeachment after impeachment after impeachment. Nadler and Schiff, or Schiff, uh, Adam Schiff, are not going to stop. I hope they can get defeated, but in the liberal strongholds where, that they represent, they'll probably never get defeated. Nothing's impossible. If you live in that district in, out around Burbank, California, Get on a ballot and run. Run against this idiot, this pathological liar. And there's, we don't have time on the show to show how many times he lied. Lied right in at that podium in front of the U.S. Senate. It just, the, the people in the district, we said this on another show, the people in Adam Schiff's district, they should be ashamed. How does this guy get reelected? Wow, I hope uh, you're listening to me and you're in Congressman Schiff's district. Find somebody to run or run yourself, but get this man out of the Congress. But if he stays in there, there's no doubt it'll be impeachment after impeachment. They'll get together just like they did. 
He with their free. All these people know each other. The whistleblower, the so-called whistleblower, the Misco, the guy that Adam Schiff hired right out that was a friend of the whistleblower hired, and all this stuff came together. It will come again and again and again if the Republicans do not win the House and keep the White House, and they must keep the Senate for judicial nominations. It's very important. Everybody right now thinks Donald Trump is in good position to win re-election. I hope he is. But just like this virus that's going on in China, there are unexpected events that we don't know about that can cause problems. And if Trump gets re-elected and does not get a Republican House, there's not much he can do. And we'll have four years of impeachment after impeachment. They will not let up. They will not let up. They've proven that. And it doesn't matter how many lies they have to concoct to make sure they they are going against Donald J. Trump. Now, saying all that, I, the there were some people happy. I heard Sean Hannity is very happy when what happened when we know we're ready to acquit the president after speeches now because the Democrats wanted to call new witnesses, drag this thing out. And they, even when they saw they were going to get beat, they weren't going to get enough votes to call witnesses. They started saying, we just want one week, just one week, and started wanting the the, the Republicans to degree, uh, agree to let the uh, Chief Justice Roberts do some rulings. Of course, they they don't have control of the Senate like they did the House, and they just kept thinking, we deserve power. We deserve power. That's what they think, and that's why they can't stand being outside of the White House, outside of decision-making in the government when it comes to the executive branch. So let's get on. Let me play this little clip of Sean Hannity right here, the night that uh, we knew that they didn't have the votes to call the witnesses, and uh, the acquittal is just around the corner. Take a listen to what Sean Hannity had to say. All right, we begin tonight a Fox News alert. Tonight, the witch hunt, the Schumer Schiff-Sham show. It is thankfully for the sake of the country over the United States Senate. They officially voted to deny the Democrats' latest witness stunt. And the final vote to acquit the president is now inevitable, will take place. Now we expect 4 p.m. Wednesday afternoon. The country can now hopefully finally move on from this fact-free partisan impeachment sham that will go down in history as one of the biggest and single most embarrassing Democratic blunders of all time. Now, this three-year-long, never-ending temper tantrum, it will be over Wednesday. The damage to the country, as of tonight, incalculable. The exact same people, those people that lied, Russia, 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 impeach, impeach, collusion, collusion, three years of this, those that advanced their conspiracy theories, almost dailies, those that totally ignored what was the biggest single abuse of power corruption scandal in history, those who ignored the dirty dossier, premeditated fraud on a FISA court to deny one American his civil liberties, his constitutional rights, those that were spying on a presidential candidate illegally, his transition team, deep into the Trump presidency, those same people And, of course, their allies in the media mob, they failed at what was the latest coup attempt. Now, all while they have not lifted a single finger at all to help you, we, the American people. They didn't create a single job. 
They didn't make us any more safe or secure or prosperous. They have dragged this out, it being their usual immature selves. Clearly, their hatred of President Trump now surpasses their desire to do anything for the American people, as evidenced by the last three years. This is actually a sad and a very dangerous chapter we are closing in this country's history. Earlier today, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, he secured the votes to block further witnesses and prevent further distraction. In other words, they didn't take on what was the sole constitutional role of the House to impeach. And by the way, now that the end is in sight, it cannot be soon enough. After key GOP senators Lamar Alexander, Lisa Murkowski announced their opposition to caving to the Democrats' latest last-minute Hail Mary for what? More witnesses? We had opinion witnesses, hearsay witnesses. The only one fact witness says, what did the president want? Nothing. No quid or pro or quo like Joe. Well, you can tell that uh, Sean Hannity of Fox News, yes, he was happy, ecstatic, knowing that finally, like he said, this witch hunt would be over with. Now, in just a couple minutes, we're going to play a, a clip from uh, Tucker Carlson's show where he had Congressman Nunes on. Nunes had something to say that uh, was... He said you, got, you had some bad news along with the good news. So in a couple minutes, I'll play that. But let me, let me just say that the impeachment trial being over, that it, you look back at how much time was wasted for the American people. First, by the Democrats in the House, by bringing up impeachment. When Nancy Pelosi announced earlier, there will be no impeachment, impeachment unless it's bipartisan. You remember in 2018, they did not... She said, don't use the word impeachment, even though Nadler and Schiff were ready to chomping at the bits to go. You remember the Republicans had the House and the Democrats could not impeach as long as the Republicans held the House. And Nancy Pelosi said, we're going to do the bidding of the American people. We're going to do what's important for the American people. But no, no, they got in power and they went straight to impeachment and like they said, Nancy Pelosi later, when they said, oh, this was rushed, she said, no, we've been doing it for two and a half years, planning impeachment. So I just have to tell you that that is, that, that is why I said this will go on and on and on. And if freedom-loving Americans don't get involved now and work hard this entire year, I don't care how it looks like it may go, it, we have to get every house seat available those that look secure for democrats make them unsecure let's get some surprise victories also look now i told you about tucker carlson and he interviewed congressman nunes on the same night that uh the uh, trump was ready for acquittal when the, they had the votes to, to uh, stop any more witnesses in the in the in the witch, witch hunt in the united states senate so uh, Nunes said there's some bad news. Here, let me play that and let you hear it. We're joined now by Congressman Devin Nunes of California. Great to see you, Congressman. So, Great to be with you. We got an indication from Senator Lamar Alexander of Tennessee last night late that we're not going to get witnesses in the Senate portion of this uh, proceeding. And basically there's nothing left. There's going to be a vote. The president's going to be acquitted. So why is it continuing exactly? Do you know? Well, they have to actually get to the point of where they actually vote to acquit, which I guess right. is going to occur on Wednesday. So they had to vote on the rules for that. But I actually have some bad news for you tonight, Tucker, on Friday okay. night. I know you I know you don't want the bad news, but I'm used the to president's it. going to be acquitted. 
But the problem is this isn't going to end. Like, I, I just can't imagine that Adam Schiff, after three and a half years of this nonsense, and Jerry Nadler are not going to continue this, right? They're going to go back and they're going to subpoena John Bolton. We're going to have the same exact thing that you've been seeing for the last three and a half years. I just think you should prepare. We thought once Mueller collapsed completely, we thought, okay, we're going to get on to business. And then out of nowhere, this Ukraine hoax appeared. And look, this really is a hoax. This was Adam Schiff and his staff concocting this all together with people that all know each other. All these people know each other that concocted this stupid Ukraine hoax that we've been dealing with for the last week in the Senate. So anyway, bad news for you tonight. I bet even after the acquittal, we're going to be working on this. So, so since you're an elected official and you know a lot about policy, but also politics, is there any evidence that this works? I mean, my read on it is the candidates who win are the ones that speak to the issues that people really care about. They don't care about this demonstrably. So why are Democrats continuing to do this? Well, I described it uh, earlier this week as the Democratic Party is like the dog that caught the car. And now yeah. they're, they've been promising all this crazy stuff. And now they're going to get somebody who's not even a Democrat, Bernie Sanders, as their nominee. Uh, a, a month ago, I would have said, nah, you know, Bernie's going to get second or third, probably right. not going to win. I mean, he's winning in, in every state, including California, which is the big prize, which is essentially a month away. Yes. And he's winning in Iowa. I mean, this could be if, if Bernie wins on Monday night, uh, you, you have an entire takeover by the extreme left of the historic Democratic Party. It's no longer going to cease to exist. It's going to be the Socialist Party. Well, so can I ask you another political question? So this is essentially a replay of what happened with Donald Trump and the Republican Party. The establishment hated him. They tried to rig the system to prevent him from becoming the nominee, and it didn't work. The Democrats are trying the same thing. They're talking about tampering with delegates at the, at the convention now. Will that work? I, well, I, I think there's a there's a big difference between Trump and Bernie Sanders here. Well, okay, of course so there is. Trump, Trump and, and I mean just in the politics of this, Bernie Sanders is a socialist. I mean, the guy spent his honeymoon in the Soviet Union. Yes. Right. Donald Trump had a you know he had his own brand of politics that I think caught everybody off guard. But he does believe in a few important things. Right. He he wants to. He's been very clear. He was against the Iraq War from the very beginning. He wants he wants to bring the troops home as much as he can. Uh, he also wanted to redo trade deals, all, all things course. that people, including myself, were very skeptical of if he could actually deliver on some of this. But I think despite all the craziness and for three and a half years, well, really, since the end of 2015, Donald Trump and his campaign uh, being under investigation by the feds, the Clinton campaign, yeah. uh, the Democrats in the House, despite all of that, the guy is defying the odds. I mean, I would have never thought that we could have not only rewrote NAFTA, but actually passed it. It was one of the most popular trade agreements ever passed in the, in the House of Representatives and the Senate. I, I mean, it's amazing what he's actually accomplishing. I, I remember very, uh, despite I've, everything. We have to agree with uh, Congressman Nunes that, that it's unbelievable what Trump has accomplished with all the people working against him, with all the people trying to slow him down, to stop him. And, and, and he's winning. America's winning. Low unemployment, stock market going high, and, and, and the people who make the lowest wages are getting the biggest increases in pay. That's uh, the amazing statistics, along with the good feeling that America's back in control of things. America's back. It's coming back. 
And Donald Trump, of all the people in opposition to him, he, just like Congressman Nunes says, it's unbelievable what he's been able to accomplish with the trade deals, with China, with uh, USMCA. <laughs> it is amazing. When one day they signed articles of impeachment, Nancy Pelosi, and he's doing a uh, trade deal with China, getting it signed, that he's been working on it. No other president would ever dare have the guts to go after, but Donald Trump did. And we can name things over and over, but let me remind you, they were unintended consequences for the Democrats when they threw this impeachment into the House and then sent it over to the Senate. And I'm about to tell you about those unintended consequences that are very important this week, today. If you listen to the show on Monday in the state of Iowa, the caucuses are are happening. So let me just tell you that uh, I'm gonna we're going to talk about that. First, let me remind you: you listen to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You listen to us right here on WebTalkRadio.net, and we have a book called Bedrock Truths. The book written by Dr. Alveda King, Dr. Alex McFarland, and myself. We put this book together to help people and especially young people, to understand the power of the bedrock truths. If you don't have the book, go to the website. Just click on the picture of the book right there on webtalkradio.net, Rock, Rock Splitting Politics. We'll be glad to get the book out to you. Also, remember, we got some archive shows in the last few weeks. We've had Daphne Barak. We've had her husband, uh, Herbal uh, Gunasti, and we have... Uh, we, last week, the 75th anniversary of the liberation of Auschwitz. We had a great show about that, about a new book about that, a part of that. So listen and go back to our archives, some fantastic shows. And I'm telling you, rock splitting politics, we're getting into the election. And that's what we're about to tell you, some of the unintended consequences. And right now, we will as soon as you hear this. Hey, that's the Steve Miller band singing, Keep on Rocking Me, Baby. But you hear the lyrics. Looking real hard, trying to find a job. It's getting harder and harder every day. Hey, that's not America today. That was a long time ago. America today, there's jobs everywhere. Help wanted signs everywhere you turn. It's great for everyone. It's hard for employers. They're having to raise wages to find good workers. If you don't like your job, you can look for one that's paying better. Look for one that's got more benefits. Americans, listen. The college students, somebody remind the liberal college students that are, are eating all the socialism up that before Donald Trump was elected, it was very tough and college students would graduate and there were very few jobs very few jobs for many many years and now since donald trump has gotten elected how many people graduate and have several job offers when they get out of college even when they get out of high school celebrate it 
tell your young people it was not this way not too long ago. Now, what are the unintended consequences of the Democrats who who uh, decided to start this whole impeachment hoax and sham? Well, what they want, the Democratic establishment, they wanted to pull Donald Trump down. They were hoping beyond hope that maybe they could impeach him and then not only impeach him, but get him removed from office. The Republican 53 in the, in the Senate and having to get 68 to have him thrown out of office, it was not going to happen beyond some kind of radical breakup of the Republican Party because the president had done nothing wrong, nothing impeachable as Hillary Clinton voter uh, Mr. Dershowitz, the Harvard professor emeritus, said on the defense of Trump. He voted for Hillary Clinton, but it was bad for America if this set a precedent just to impeach a president because you're in his opposing party to change an election outcome. And that's what the Democrats were doing. And the unintended consequences are now Bernie Sanders is surging. Why is Bernie Sanders surging? The Democrats thought even those who were happy with impeachment, knowing it was not going to go through and get Trump thrown out, they knew that it would keep Bernie, a senator, U.S. senator, and also it would keep a, a Klobacher and um, and the other. There's four. Uh, Elizabeth Warren and and then uh, Bob Bennett out of Colorado, but four senators running for the United States president, the Democratic nomination, would have to sit in a trial. They wouldn't be able to campaign in Iowa or New Hampshire, where they need to be very important places. And guess who could go ahead? And he did campaign in Iowa, Joe Biden. And they just thought, oh, this will help Joe Biden wrap it up real quick. He'll win Iowa and New Hampshire because he'll be able to just stay in there when these other senators are trapped in the Senate and can't get out. And they have to require to be there by, uh, by, by the standards of the U.S. Senate. An important trial, the impeachment of the president. And they just thought Joe Biden would get the edge. And guess what? <laughs> Hunter Biden and the uh, Barisma, the crooked Barisma company that he was on the board on, that came out over and over again. Even the Democrats mentioned it. And it came out over and over again. And they said, the Democrats said, there's nothing here. It's been investigated. It's been looked at. Well, no, it hasn't been investigated. And even if there's nothing illegal, first, we it should be investigated. And the president's right to say this should be investigated by the Ukraine. But even if nothing is illegal, it stinks to high heaven. It is the swamp that the people who elected Donald J. Trump were chanting, drain that swamp, drain the swamp. You remember all the y'all <laughs> during the uh, political campaigns before Trump was elected? Drain the swamp was repeated over and over in signs and chants. And that's what. The American people were talking about, the people who voted for Trump. They were saying, drain the swamp. We don't like these deals. We're politicians' sons. Our daughters get these easy jobs that they don't even know what to do, and yet they're getting paid $83,000 a month. 
and millions. Him and his friend, partner of the uh, uh, Hunter Biden. That's the kind of stuff that makes people want to kick people out of office to uh, underdo the establishment of both parties. Donald Trump was doing that, is doing that. He promised to do it. And Bernie Sanders, in, in his way, his authentic way, I don't like socialism. I don't want Bernie Sanders to be our president. But you have to admit, Bernie Sanders is authentic. He's charismatic to the socialist and socialist-leaning uh, citizens of this country. I hope his ideas do not get promoted. I hope he does not uh, become president. But right now, all the people in the Democratic establishment have their knees shaking, trying to figure out how they're going to stop Bernie Sanders from getting a nomination. That's why Minnie Mike, who uh, uh, Donald Trump calls uh, Bloomberg, Minnie Mike, He's pledged to spend a billion dollars. He could spend two or three billion if he needed to. And that is the, uh, the, the, the establishment of the Democratic Party saying with Biden falters, we have many Mike to go in there. Mike Bloomberg. And he, he can be our moderate. He used to be a Republican. The Democrats don't really like him. He used to be a Republican and then an independent, now a Democrat. And guess what? If he does take over the, the moderate Democrat wing and represent the establishment, Bernie Sanders is going to say, you're buying the election. You are buying the election with your money. You're buying the nomination, the Democratic nomination with your money. And he would be right. He would be true. And he would be authentically correct. And his supporters will be empowered to go out and work harder and we don't know who would win and if if sanders wins fair and square and the and the democratic uh hierarchy tries to take it away from him just like they they uh fixed the the campaign of hillary clinton so hillary would have the advantage and they do the same thing at these this next uh coming up democratic convention and Bernie Sanders, if he has a lead but does not get the nomination, do you think the Bernie Sanders supporters are going to get out and help the Democratic nominee at that point? The Democrats have themselves to blame for this. They have themselves, they shot themselves in one foot, and if they try to stop Bernie Sanders, they're going to shoot themselves in the other foot, and they may just end up shooting themselves in the head. Why? Because if Bernie Sanders becomes the nominee... You can bet the American people aren't going to vote for socialism. And the thing is, the, the candidates down the ballot, the running for U.S. Congress, running for governor, running for U.S. Senate, they're going to be hurt. And that is how this whole thing could uh, break down. And if they stop Bernie and keep him from getting a nomination, and many Mike or even Joe Biden get that, it's not going to help bind the wounds of a democratic party that's uh just don't start crazy now and it's all because of the impeachment trial the impeachment process and then the trial and these are the unintended consequences that the democratic party has only the leadership themselves to blame and what will the grassroots of the democratic party make it it could become a very fast-paced social left-winging party. 
and AOC has promised that she raises money to help get some of the moderate Democrats out of the Congress because she believes they're failing the, the socialist wing of that party. Now, I said there were three things. The impeachment trial in the Senate is basically over. Trump will be acquitted this week on Wednesday. And then the unintended consequences for the Democratic uh, Party that I just mentioned. And the three, the freedom-loving Americans must get involved in the 2020 election starting now. Just as I told you, what's going on in the Democratic Party, it's that they're divided very badly. It's going to get worse as Bernie Sanders surges. And I don't know how they're going to stop the surge because every time they try to stop the surge, they want to cool the burn. They don't want to feel the burn. But with everything they do, if it's Mike Bloomberg's money, it represents everything that the socialist wing of the party hates. Now, what must you do? Freedom-loving Americans, you must get involved in the congressional races the presidential race, the Senate race, and governor races, and races for state senator and state representative if they're happening in your uh, state this year. This is the most important election of our lifetime. Whoop, have you heard that before? We said that last time. We say it almost every four years. But this is not a year for the feeble. This is not the year to party and not get involved until the day of election. You must be involved if you love your country because the other side is going to be enthusiastic either for a socialist or they're going to be enthusiastic for a billionaire who wants to tell you what to do and what drinks to drink. And and, and, and if Joe Biden wins it, uh, if he can bless his heart, if he can stay in this race and, and not look so foolish, uh, uh, he, he, re- he would represent what many Democrats think could beat Donald Trump. Four years ago, he may have had a chance to beat him. Uh, because people didn't know who Donald Trump was. They knew what he might be, they, but they couldn't really trust him. But Donald Trump has, like he said, promises made, promises kept. He's got a great uh, list of things to run on. But he cannot go to his maximum speed. He cannot do all that he's capable of doing as long as the Democrats control the U.S. House. And the Republicans got to hold the U.S. Senate for judicial nominations. So you can see your work is cut out for you if you love your country. And sometimes if there's a district, if your district's secure for a Republican and, and the House, uh, go to a district where uh, you can be useful in trying to get a Democrat knocked out of the, uh, of the House seat. It's going to take that because it's going to take there's 40 seats that the Democrats have over the uh, Republicans, almost 40 now. So it's going to take a lot of knocking out. And it's, it's going to happen if the American people will get together. That's when you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. That's when you're listening to us right here on Web Talk Radio. And next week, we'll have another great show after the State of the Union Address, after hopefully and we're planning on the acquittal of the President of the United States in the U.S. Senate. And we'll find out if Bernie Sanders really is surging. Okay. All right. Talk to you next week. 
Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week. We'll be right back.